Blog Talk Radio. Black people are being murdered 
as in lynchings. It's the modern-day lynchings, the killing of unarmed black people. The officer black man uh, how should I put it? Encounter seems to be based on the negative fear of black men. And that has led to too many deaths. And as always, the media finds absolutely nothing wrong with this press. How many white men, unarmed white men, have been shot and killed? It's more than 10, 20-fold in differences. The disparaging numbers speak for themselves. You cannot have a just society when there is no justice. You cannot hold back the forces of revenge with words of just be calm and let the process play itself out. And I would have to tell you, it would it would be malfeasance. For me not to mention one thing, there's an article in the Daily Beast. This article simply says, Michael Slager is not going to prison for the killing of Walter Scott. And they tell you why. There's already case law. And you know the defense is always going to bring about the case law. Because the case law is what's about to get this off, keep this officer out of prison. With catchwords like, <laughs> with these little catchy legally words like, um, it was exigent circumstances, it was judgment, it was his fear. You see, the Supreme Court has already set the table here. That's why I'm asking the question. Is it time to fight that? 914-338-1610. Is it time to fight that? Is it time to arm ourselves and fight these so-called law enforcement officials, as if they were an occupying army, there will be hundreds, thousands more black people shot down in the streets with cliches. He's going for my gun. I feared for my life. He lunged at the officer placed other people in danger. So we have to kill him. All the while, 
on a daily basis a new little pocket, a new little cult of police officers are exposed. That's friends. The famed indignation of the South Carolina police chief and the mayor, the gall, to go to Walter Scott's home and act as if you just didn't condone or co-sign. For four days, you were accepting of what the officer said happened. For four days, the officer's story was the lie of the week. Then came a video. In the face of police reports, video evidence, and the biggest question, one of the biggest questions I have to ask is, what's up with that black cop who was standing right there when the officer moved the evidence of the taser. And then he put in his police report that his taser had been taken away from him. When he clearly walked over and picked up the taser after this murder and dropped it by the body in full view of the black officer who had walked upon the scene. There are questions, but there seems to be very, very, very few answers. And when I say they're about to get away with it, this police officer is will possibly set off a firestorm of retaliation against police officers. Because once they find him and don't send him to prison, all bets are off. All bets are off. It it just sickens me to a point of I'm just damn tired of it. And I have to ask that question. Is it time to arm and defend ourselves against the police departments of this country? because they have obviously been infiltrated with the Klan. When you talk to me about good policemen, who are they? The good policemen are suffering from Serpico syndrome. And so for those of you who don't know who Frank Serpico was, he was a police officer in New York who was the so-called do-gooder, who was left hanging and blowing in the wind because he was exposing corruption. So the good officers have been corralled, and now they can do nothing but cower to the murders. 
and that's what has me asking this question. There have simply been too many murders. With the same run-up, with the same M.O., he reached for my gun. He grabbed my taser, and you hear the cops saying it. He's reaching for a gun. He's reaching for a gun. As they just before they unload their weapons into a downed, a downed victim. He doesn't have to be on his back. He's mostly on his stomach, with four or five cops all over him. What? threat do they pose. And as you see examples and video that goes viral. And you have the disparaged treatment. Whites with guns being tackled, being everything but shot. And yet our children, 12-year-old Tamir Rice, died less than two seconds from the arrival of a squad car. The willingness of these white officers to take black lives without hesitation leads me to ask the question, is it time to arm ourselves and fight the police as though they were an invading, occupying army? 914-338-1610. Welcome to the Alpha Show. Thank you for calling True Force Network. Big brother, I'm in early tonight. (laughs) How you doing today? Oh, Henry, how you doing, man? How you been? I've been okay. I've been okay. You know, a lot going on. I got a daughter getting ready to graduate from college and Another one just entered the teen years, so you know she's running me crazy. I'm not even gonna talk about the job. Cool. You know how that goes. <laughs> what the? Ah, you know, <laughs> every week, man. When I think this is as crazy as it's going to get, something new happens. First of all, let me say. I grew up in South Carolina, and most of you all know that. That's home. That's where my mom and dad still live. And, of course, being a kid is a lot different from being an adult when you're somewhere because, you know, when when you're a kid, except nowadays, you know, back then maybe a little differently, you think about things as a kid. And I still love going to visit my parents. I can just relate a story. Um, When I leave Atlanta to go home, my parents live in Orangeburg, South Carolina, so a lot of it is interstate until I have to get off and then do some state roads. And this was maybe when my daughter, my youngest daughter was three, so we're talking about almost 10 years ago. I was taking my kids home for spring break to spend the week with my parents. The kids were going to stay there. So I'm on one of the back roads there heading home. And it's not deserted, but it's a back road. And this car is following me, and it Pulls up, then it backs off. It pulls up, then it backs off. And he followed me, I know, Alpha, for 10 miles or more. Then finally he hits his lights. And I picked up that it was an, that it was an unmarked police car. So I pull over. And my kids, of course, ask me, Why, what, what's going on? I well, okay, he pulled us over. Daddy got this. And I was married at the time, so my wife was there, too. Of course, you know, he gets my license and he runs that. Then the next question, of course, well, where are you going? 
I'm going to I'm going to Orangeburg. I'm going to see my parents. Well, I I, I, I clocked you. Uh, you know, your speed was going up and down. He didn't say I was speeding, but he's behind me. So why would I speed if I know this is a cop behind me? Well, I noticed you kept reaching down. I said, well, I have a satellite radio here in the car. I'm pressing buttons on my radio. I'm talking to my wife. Um, other than that, I'm doing nothing. I'm just trying to get my kids to my parents' house. The interesting thing was when he got out of the car, of course, he, he came out to the passenger side. He didn't come to the driver's side. Of course, my hands were on the wheel because, you know, we, we, we know the rules. And I can remember when we pulled off, my wife said, you know, if you had been by yourself, something might have happened to you. I said, well, maybe, maybe not. But that always stuck with me. And all I was doing, it wasn't quite dark. All I was doing was heading to see my parents. I said that to say this. There's a different set of rules for us. We've got to understand this. I'm with you. A shooting that happens on Saturday takes us three days to find out about it. In this day and age, nothing takes three days to find out about. If the president stumbles on the steps coming off Air Force One, we know about that five minutes later, worldwide. But his lie would have stood if not for this young man. And it's still not over. Understand it's not over. They're accusing him of murder, but, you know, by the time we're done, because we're hearing, well, this guy was a deadbeat, he this, he that. Well, I, I'm not even sure, but I understand what a deadbeat is. If he was behind on his child support, there may have been some circumstances to that. We'll find out about that. As as of now, that's not a capital offense in America. You know, uh, I hope it doesn't become such. But I tell you what, his kids will never see another child support payment from him now. But this man is running, and, you know, he he wasn't Carl Lewis. He, he, eh, he's a little bit slower than me. I think I could beat him in a foot race. But uh, it, didn't take, it didn't take five shots in his back to stop him from doing whatever it was that he was doing. Um, the police officer, we keep hearing how good he was and, you know, this or that. He had an issue with a taser before. I'm with you, though. His partner walked up and watched him pick up that taser and drop it by that man. And still vouched for him. A good, you know what a good cop would do? A good cop doesn't stand for that. I keep hearing, you know, well, 90-some percent of the cops are good cops. If they stand for the bad, they're not good cops. It may not make them bad cops, but it makes them bad people. No, they're bad cops. It encompasses all of that. If you cover up the BS in life, if I commit a crime and you're there with me and you know about it, Aren't you charged too? Yes, absolutely. Okay. You're, you're why are there different rules? Why why are there different rules for them? If this guy, and who knows how many times this has happened, Alpha? We've been saying this for years: the planting of the drugs, the planting of the gun. I'm with you on the language. He went for my taser. He went for my gun. He feared for my life. Stop resisting. If you're kicking the shit out of me, and I'm laying on the ground. Only I'm resisting is that ass whooping. That's all. Years ago, people didn't want to believe the cops were kicking the shit out of black folks until they saw the video of Rodney King. And they wanted, remember what it turned to? See, he's charging at them. He's surrounded. Seven cops. They didn't want to believe it. What, video evidence what, before what? their eyes. They still didn't want to believe it. And then we had to hear how much of a low life Rodney King was. He's, he's high on PCP. All of that may be true. Rodney King may have been the scum of the earth. A policeman's job is not is not to dispense justice or his view of justice. 
That's not his job or her job. If you're fearful, you cannot be afraid and be a police officer. I don't mean I don't mean that you can't feel fear because we all feel fear, but you cannot be afraid and be a police officer. You cannot because job, you can't flash the police to you're afraid. It's not the job for you if you're afraid. Now, I didn't say don't you that you can't have fear because we all have fear. But if you are afraid, that's not the job for you. You need to find something else to do. I don't know, you know, and I have nothing against it. Maybe be a librarian. I was in KFC last night, and I waited 20 minutes for my chicken. They needed help there. Go to work there and cook the chicken faster, something else, something that you don't have to be afraid of. What's scary is this is not even a black against white. This is a police officers against people of color primarily, minorities. Because there's a different set of rules for white folks. We had a kid here, and he was 20-something years old. He got shot down by police here in Cobb County, Smyrna, Georgia. They went to his job with a warrant for him. And he jumped in a car and tried to speed away. Of course, the word was when he was speeding toward the cops. One cop shot, eight or nine shots. Every shot was in the side of the car. So if he's coming at you, how do you manage to shoot him from the side? He's at work. The same day we had an individual carjack someone, he wrecked the car, got out running. Uh, somehow he managed to get arrested. Now, guess which one was black and which one was white? Exactly. That's my point exactly. It's turned into a situation where the encounter with police and black men always ends up being a deadly situation because of their fears. Because my ex-wife been, told me the other day, she said, I, you know, I feel so, so scared for black men. She said, you know, if you get pulled over, I feel sorry for you. There's no telling how that's going to turn out for you. And if my ex-wife feels sorry for me, trust me. Uh, and she was sincere, and I'm joking, but I'm, what I'm saying is it, 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 it's downright scary. It really is. This I feared for my life, stop resisting. I have a friend who works for the uh, Fulton County Sheriff's Department. And we were joking one day, and she was saying something about that, you know, stop resisting. And she was saying, well, you know, while I'm stomping on them, that, that, that's what I'm yelling, stop resisting. stop." Re-. But that's what they trained them to do. Zimmerman was coached on what to say as he sat in that police department there in Sanford, Florida, when he decided that Trayvon attacked him and he, was, he feared for his life. Which cop feared for his life while they were choking Eric Garner out? Which one of those five that had him surrounded? Right. Which That's one of the, the, the cop that had Oscar Grant handcuffed on the on the subway platform feel for his life as he was handcuffed face down on the platform? The cop that dove out of the car and shot young Tamir two seconds after he pulled up, what was he afraid of? The young man that got shot at the Walmart there. And then we and hear he this show. Shot- if you want- you if Walmart- why are you running? Why are you resisting? We're afraid of the police. We've already seen not running doesn't work out for you. <laughs> oh, it's not going to work out well for you there. You're in Walmart with a toy gun walking down the aisle and you get blown away. He wasn't running. He wasn't well, resisting. And, and, and they, he was not only was he not running or resisting, he had the gun with the bell. He was leaning on it. He shot him from the other end of the aisle. They don't need well, the no, officer. I wonder if he was shot in or not even in the... Was he told to get down? I mean, I just don't know. They don't even in the picture. 
The crazy thing is, though, I, it, depending on who I am, I can walk through Walmart or Target, whatever, and exercise my Second Amendment right, my right to open carry and walk through the aisles with a, with a machine gun in my hand. Well, it is but an open carry state. Somebody should be what? killing black. Yeah, it's an open carry state. Why they should be killing black men with pellet guns if it's an open carry state? You haven't even but, established whether or not the gun is real or if he has a legal permit to open carry. And he's And they sell guns in Walmart, so toy or whatever. He, you know, maybe he was heading to make a purchase. I don't know. But how long has this been going on? From, you know, think back way back when, you know, yeah, I mean, I'm just going to say the civil rights one, but before that, how many times have we heard the, well, he he, he uh, smart-mouthed the cops, so they beat him down, they shot him. Um, he resisted arrest. He did. How many cases are actually tainted with this situation? And it's still not over now. Just because they have a video of him doing it don't mean that that's what happened. Well, one of the pieces pieces I'm going to cite this evening, uh, this this guy Shaker is going to get away with it. He's not going to do any prison time. And I'm I'm asking this question. Will that be the linchpin that sets off the retaliation that they don't want? The gentleman that's over the SCLC here in Georgia was suspended because he said it's time for black folks to arm themselves. Of course, the SCLC advocates peace, and they were talking about it on the radio, kind of laughing about it. Right. It's time. It's time. And if I hear one more time, well, while you're complaining about that, you know how many kids were shot in Chicago? You know what? Criminals kill criminals. I don't expect police to just gun people down. It's not the same thing. It's and what happens to these individuals who are shooting one another down? They are arrested. For the most part, they're tried and they are convicted. Exactly. It's not the same thing. Exactly. The police are here to protect and serve. Now, protect one another and serve ass whoopings to black folks. But to protect... Exactly. And, and, if you, and if you pretend that you can't understand the difference in that, there's nothing else to say. Did you see Jesse Lee Peterson <laughs> last night uh, on Hannity? <laughs> I just I didn't I didn't see I didn't see the the actual I saw I saw a clip of it. It was on Facebook and you know, black people yeah, should stop know what? being so angry. <laughs> and Haley was playing good cop. Oh well of course <laughs> you know. But but see they they got the they got your the the proper advocate because Leo is um he seems to lose it when he hears the ridiculousness of it. The whole thing is so ridiculous. And so he loses it, rightfully so, because he he has has been held back from calling these people bigoted racists. And so you bring this coon uh what's it, Reverend or Pastor Peterson? To do your dirty work, and, he's and right. then, and then you know it's like, well, here's a black man saying it. Well, you got all kind of a, look at the boy Ben well, Carson. You got, you, got, you got black cops blowing away these folks too. Just it, it's not a race thing with them, but they despise themselves and they hate you and me. And you know that's a strong word, but they really do. They have no love for us until it happens to them. 
they'll never truly get it because they think that they're going to go along to get along. Dr. Ben Carson, as intelligent as this man is, I didn't say smart, as intelligent as he is, he doesn't know what's going on. Clarence Thomas, he doesn't know what's going on. Michael Steele, didn't they boot him out on his ass after he bought them victory in midterm elections? And they kept this loser, Rance and Repeat, or whatever his name is, Rance Priebus. They continue to keep him, but they booted Michael Steele out. But he still speaks up for them. I'm not saying that you have to be against white folks, but you have to stand up for what's right. And if people are wrong, you say they're wrong. There is no excuse for a policeman to shoot anyone in the back. You remember back in the days, the Cowboys and Indians, if one Cowboy shot the other one in the back, what, what was he viewed as? A coward. He was he a coward. He was he a coward. Period. Period. Oh, you shot him in the back. Now, it don't matter. Did you hear the story of the police? What the police department was at in California where they were getting tattoos for, for, for people that they shot. And if they killed them, they got a special insignia on that tattoo. But what irritates right. me is the, the, the cops should have pointed this out before he left the department. But this is the mindset. This is well, the mindset. Well, you mentioned Sotomayor. Yes, they're they suffering from Sotomayor syndrome. They do we not want a to lot be, of, they don't want to be put on the spot like that. If you are entrusted with a firearm and law enforcement, you need to undergo a psych evaluation every six months, or at least every year. Let's see where your mind is at. Let's see what your you know what what your mindset is. I have to qualify the shooting range, but why do I have to qualify mentally? Everybody doesn't need to have a gun and be put in a, in a position to uphold the law. It's like Judge Dredd. I'm judge, jury, and executioner on the streets. A lot of people are police officers for the wrong reasons. A lot of people exactly. come back from, and I hate to say it, you know, a lot of these brothers that have come back from the Middle East here in the past, how many years is well? It, it, it's, it's sad to say it. Twelve years now. That's how long the war had been going on, and now they're in law enforcement. After getting their minds fried over there with, with what they had to deal with over there in Iraq and Afghanistan, now they're police officers. They're coming home, beating their wives or husbands. We had a, a marine kill herself and her three children. They have mental issues. But you gonna put a gun in their hand and tell them here? You go out on the street and uphold the law. And. Fifty-seven percent of the police officers are former, former uh, veterans who have seen combat duty, and they're not trained to uh, be some type of PR uh, representatives for the county or municipality. They're trained to kill, and that's, that's what, they're, what doing. they're doing, and that's exactly what they're doing. The crazy thing is, I don't know what's going to get better. Tonight's going to be a good show. I'm going to be listening. Keep me listening. I know there are calls lined up, but keep doing what you're doing. I, but I, if you, you ask at the time for black folks to arm themselves, the answer is yes. We, You know, 
What if I decide I go out tonight and I'm fearful for my life when a policeman approaches me? Do I have the right to shoot him? Exactly. Oh, you getting the chair there. You getting the chair. I mean, but that's how, you know, it's nothing that you, your fears don't matter. But your fears uh, get, get, the, get top priority. If you're scared, being a police officer is not the job for you. It's not. It is not. I'm going to be listening. Um, okay, I'm going to mute your mic. Please right. do. Thank All you right, so much. Right. Thanks for your call, man. I'm going to mute the mic. Thank you. That's Brother O'Henry from the great state of Georgia. State of Georgia. And, like, um, this is how most of this goes down. Most of the time, you know, we we acknowledge that it's a dangerous job, but we also know that the majority of the shootings are unjustified, are nothing more than cold-blooded murder. I want to take a break because I got to. <laughs> Let me take a quick break here, and uh, I see I got other callers hanging on. Hang on in for a few more minutes. Just break down.
So I'm not asking you for the truth. I know the truth. I know enough. And so what I'm asking you is, what is your end game? Our coming back. Broadcasting bold, brave, and black. Our common ground. Transforming truth to power. One broadcast at a time. Saturdays, 10 p.m. I'm Janice Graham, and I'll be listening for you. Our Common Ground with Janice Graham. Transforming truth to power, one broadcast at a time. Broadcasting Saturdays, 10 p.m. Brave, bold, black, finding common ground in black truth. I'm Janice Graham, and I I Declare Show is where we deal with the difficult, real, raw, right now. If it's real, raw, right now, talk media. Come on, baby, say it with me. It can only be the I Declare Show. Talk soon. Join my friend and colleague on Blog Talk Radio every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. The I Declare Show with India Declare. Are you breathing oxygen in? Are you raising the energy up? Or are you bringing the energy down? There's no middle ground. It's your real, raw, and right now talk radio. I Declare Show, Tuesdays, 9 p.m., Blog Talk Radio. I Declare It. Dealing with the difficult, real raw right now. The I Declare Show, baby. This is TruthWorks Network, the Black Voice Collaborative, where the truth is spoken more than once. Thank you so much for your support and joining us tonight. Where am I getting the music? I guess it's just par for the course. Let me go back to 954. 954, are you there? Yeah, brother, I was just checking this out, man. This ain't about the Twilight Zones, man. But, you know, you and uh, the brother from Georgia. Listen, um, I was checking out Sisters of Charlotte Hart. Cesar Ahad Ali and Dr. Claude Anderson. And um, we obviously see what's going on out here with the police. People used to tell me, oh, you're a veteran. Thank you for your service and your uh, support and all that bullshit. And I said, really? For what? For me? 
when I came back, you know, there were certain jobs I swore I would never do. One was an undertaker. The other one was being a police in the inner city or a correctional officer more than a police officer. Because I see the, seeing the lies and the disparity that goes with these jobs. And there was one time there were certain civil service jobs that I wouldn't entertain taking either. But now that you have the reality of these men and women coming back and now you're hitting it on hard on both sides, not like World War II, Korea, and Vietnam, women are coming back just as their minds have been gone and destroyed. Anybody that well, has the uh, indecency to ask if we should be armed, and you don't know that by now? You know, Claude well, Anderson brought up something about, um, you know, Frederick Douglass. When John Brown wouldn't hit off his ferry. Deal with, deal with the reality of it. We have to deal with the reality of it. The Justice Department is unable to protect law-abiding citizens. The police department seems to be have run rampant. Sorry for this interruption, but you have no audio. Are you on mute? No, I'm not on mute. Then there's a problem. And Sister Janice, you there, sis? Did you ever have? I know. Uh, I'm trying to deal with the. Yes, um, I'm trying to deal with another technical problem right now. Alpha has no mute. He's not broadcasting. Well, this is all by design. You know that. Okay. You know, you say the truth must be spoken more than once, yes, because people at my age, it's kind of hard of hearing. But yet we have Hollywood regurgitate and rehash all that bullshit year after year. It doesn't matter what it is, you know, on television and movies. So you, you better believe the truth must be spoken more than once because finally it's going to start sinking through. And then... When that reality does sink, who now comes action? We can't rely on these Tim Wises and the uh, evolutions, and black folks never really have. You know, we had to struggle and fight and still to this day. Now, they also put in the position against uh, China with this reserve currency, and I kind of wish Andre was here to help elaborate it on a little about this reserve currency, because the U.S. dollar has been dead. I've already now, known that since my travel. You know, living on this planet. Oh, is Are we still there? I've asked. I've asked I'm asking the question in the chat room. Is my audio still out? All right. My question was simply this: We every week there is something, and every week there is utter silence from the people who were supposed to be in command of law enforcement, the Justice Department, is it time for us to protect, arm ourselves and protect ourselves? That's the question. And once this question comes, arises, 
you will see people speaking about how dangerous this is. And it's dangerous. I agree with them 100%. It is dangerous. But what is more dangerous than being legally murdered as opposed to we as a people giving the old college try for the Justice Department to do their job? And if we're going to die, why not die in a fight? Why not die in a fight? How many cops can suffer the same tally of losses? This is, I mean, it it gets to a point where it's kind of unsavory to say it. But that's what it seems to be. That's what it appears to be. Well, brother, you grew up in Chicago. I grew up in in New York. I was in Harlem, and I lived in every borough in that damn city in New York. Staten Island was the worst. Now, when you've been in fights and bullying situations, right, now once you got your ass kicked so many times, I mean, you already understand what pain and suffering and humiliation is about. Either you're going to totally submit to that or you're going to stand up and fight. Well, will this be the lynching? After you crying and taking the pain, brother, I mean, there's nothing else for you to do to stand up and fight. Will Walter Scott be the lynching? Will Walter Scott be the lynching? When when this cop does not go to jail for this murder, will this be the lynching? You know what? I don't know that, but I can say it is. I tell you one thing, if George Zimmerman's still walking around and the black people all of a sudden now got that goddamn scared, if this cat does get off and he's not a cop, even if he is a cop, man, no, you want to do this eye for an eye, two for two thing. And we know what folks are out here that are down with the realities of this system, Reddit be that their uh, inability economically to stand up against a system that is just as against them. And then because of this racist crap in America that defines who we are as a people, whether it be black or white, white privilege, white entitlement, and all of that, it's being mapped out. It's been made clear to us on a daily basis. And I've always said, man, listen, we got these cats, these brothers and sisters in the police department, the few that are out there. You know, you had the Deacons of Defense. You had the Black Panther Party, the Guardian Angels. This is an out time, you know? So you damn right you're going to have to stand up and fight up against this. And if we can't control what comes into our community, then we're going to have to deal with them quietly as we do each other a nonsense and stuff, you know? And that's what they're hoping on this self-hate, internalized hatred will be our own uh, Waterloo, which, you know what? It's not going to. Because you got too many people here that have suffered and gone through a lot of stuff. Whether we have allies or not, man, this Claude Anderson revealed this thing about Frederick Douglass and his, before he died, when um, John Brown, when he went up there and raided that armory up there at Harper's Ferry, and he wanted two black prominent figures to help. And, you know, those niggas up there wouldn't even stand when he did take over the army. And the two that were visible was Harriet Tubman 
and Frederick Douglass, and Harriet was sick, but Frederick Douglass said he was scared. Okay, I can understand being scared. So like you said, you know the brother from Georgia, you know, obviously not running ain't the solution either, man. You know, no, let's, because let's, if the mindset is there, if they're going to do you, brother, then you, you better be prepared to go ahead and get them. Because when they show so, 100, so we are in they're agreement. not going to show their ass like that, brother, until they get back up. And you know what? Dick Gregory reminded us of the brother in uh, Ohio, the young brother. You ever known any cops to come up on any black man in this country, one squad car? They ain't got helicopters on a SWAT team? And you're talking about well, a black men armed? Well, you know, we are in agreement. We are in agreement on the question. Okay. Anyway. And that's 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 the question I wanted to, to get out there and you know and, and get get opinions about. Uh well, you know what? Thank you so much the question. All right, well let me leave you with this and this family. You know, um it's it's not of a question should we arm ourselves. That that should be obvious by now, brother. You know, is how are we going to make accountability for those of us who we help put in these positions? Because voting is tired. We ain't got no money behind us, but yet we are a major contributor to this economy. Anderson and all of them, from Garvey to Elijah, I mean, you know, Rosewood, Greenwood, you know, and when them folks, in, in, in Morningside, North Carolina, down there in Greensboro, when openly shot and killed them black folks down there, man. You know, what else are you going to need, man? You know, yeah. and if you don't want to leave the goddamn country, you know, then if you don't want to pick up a gun for this country, then pick up one against it because it's that time. And if you weren't about being annihilated, shit. You're just about being annihilated now, man. So you die like okay. a fool or stand on your feet, okay? Well, thanks a lot, right, brother. You know where I'm coming you. from with that, man. All right. Take care. All right, now. Take care. All right. Brother Rondé, um, let me go to 404. 404, welcome to the Alpha Show. Thank you for calling True Fortune Network. Hey, Alpha. How are you doing there, man? Just, just, just great. Dr. Donna. Tell me, yeah. <laughs> is that? it time? Is it time for black people to come to the conclusion that the Justice Department is not going to protect us, law-abiding citizens, taxpayers, from the terrorists that are the police department? I think it's been time, Alpho. Uh, however, let me preface that by saying that you know. If let me just say that uh, you know Neely Fuller and psychiatrist um, who am I? Who am I? Uh, uh, you know Neely Fuller. I'm trying to. I just lost her name, and I know it so well. It's on the tip of my tongue. But uh, let me just say that uh, Francis Welsing, Dr. Francis Welsing, stated that if you don't understand the system, and I emphasize system, of racism and white supremacy, 
Everything else you think that you understand will only confuse you. And that is our major problem. We are, our our people, it's been my experience, are so uh, caught up um, with distractions that we're not, we don't have time to put our thinking cap on and figure out the system of racism and white supremacy, even in the court system. Now, you know my um, background as being a police officer and um, I hold a doctor of jurisprudence, right? So I pretty much understand the criminal justice system and the justice system as a whole. And when I was recruited by the police department, I was a veteran. And in the 60s, late 60s. Uh, and the training has a lot to do with how and the, and the, and the administration of the police department has a lot to do with how officers are going to uh, approach their duties and their job as it pertains to protecting uh, society. And uh, I was solely recruited because of my freshly, newly out of the military. But and but now let's contrast that. Let's bring it forward to today. You have had all of these wars. These veterans have done numerous tours of duty, and they're trained to kill. Uh, yes, there's some debriefing that might take place during the police academy, but it depends on the content of the instruction that they're receiving at the academy and the philosophy of that particular police department and its location. I was in New Mexico, Albuquerque, and um, fairly small at that time. It was a pretty good-sized place. Um, but I uh, was... I lived in the community. You know, black officers there, the population is only about one and a half, two percent black. Uh, I knew everybody. Uh, uh, you know, most most of the people that were in the university, most of the people that lived in the uh, designated uh, area for blacks, the ghetto, quote-unquote, or the barrio, uh, you know, and uh, and other places where we lived. So they knew me, and I was, you know, uh, uh, community police. Uh, under the community, community police philosophy, that's what we were doing. And uh, most everybody knew who I was. It wasn't but two of us on the police department at the time. So... When you bring it forward to, to today, Alpha, it's my opinion that these guys, the men and women, are uh, trained to kill. And, and when they go to the to, to the in these large departments, especially these large departments, 
you have uh, the system, like I said, of racism and white supremacy. If you don't understand that, you're going to be confused. And our people are definitely confused. It's been my experience, in my opinion. Because the criminal justice system, you're going, you're asking justice from the very system that has perpetrated the situation that we find ourselves in. The fact that most of these individuals have records or some criminal uh, history that will be used against them at trial. The fact that the uh, system of white supremacy in this country has perpetrated black people, especially black males, as thugs, criminals, uh, lazy, don't want to work, um, and all of the derogatory things that's listed in that article that uh, you put up. Was that the Daily Beast? Yeah. That's yeah. the article okay. that explains why Michael Slager is not going to prison for killing Walter Scott. Yes. And so... <laughs> And so it's articulated there, and I would I would suggest that you know that that article be distributed as widely as can be, and read in depth because it's right on point. Uh, when you are in control of the laws, and you are in, and you are dictating uh, uh, how the uh, individual citizens of this country are going to be treated uh, in accordance with the. Um, philosophy and the system of racism and white supremacy, then you understand that laws are made and, you know, you have the wolf, you have the, you know, the foxes guarding the in-house. They make the laws, they change the laws as they see fit. And, uh, you know, so it's, you're going to, you're going to the master asking the slave master to give you a break from work. You know, I mean, what do you, what do, what do we expect? And as far as being armed, uh, you know, I mean, uh, I think uh, Rondé said it. You know, I mean, should we ask? Do we need to ask that question? I think we should. We well, should. We should be. We should take advantage of the same uh, First Amendment, Second Amendment, quote unquote, rights that NRA members have. And, uh, you know, I mean, they're so adamant, alpha, as to their philosophy and their belief that these militias held off the United States government, made them back down. But that's my point. Has that been a a crowd of black folk armed to the teeth? with federal law enforcement in their crosshairs. Yeah, it would have turned into uh, another move uh, situation, another, that would have turned into, into a, 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 an all-out firefight. And in this particular one, at the, Bundy, at the Bundy Ranch, they were willing to put women and children out front to emphasize the nefarious and insidious uh, bigotry, the hatred of the government. This is how much they hate the government. And in our case, we have been nothing but the victims. And, and that's, that's where, that's, and, yeah, 
that's absolutely right because we're under the system of of, uh, of 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 racism and white supremacy. And the you know out there they were those individuals, the federal government and those and their uh, agents were strategically at a disadvantage. The high ground was held by Bundy's people, uh, 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 the patriots that were supporting Bundy. They held the high ground. They had, they had uh, uh, snipers on the on the snipers that were supposed to be government agents. Yeah, you know, exactly. I mean, they, and 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 they were willing to die, and it would have been a bloodbath. And the United States government backed down. That's the only reason why there wasn't, uh, you know, a bloodbath that took place there. So that's what we're dealing with. And I'm talking about a system. And people need to read the uh, code by Neely Fuller and listen to Dr. Welsing. Listen to to uh, to uh, 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 individuals that have knowledge and have studied the, uh, the, the you know, this, this system and have written about it. And a lot of them are not around now. You know, uh, so, uh, you know, because this is a dangerous area. When you get out and you espouse information about the system, uh, somehow you don't last long. Even the witnesses to the shooting uh, don't last long. And this witness to this latest Slager shooting was hesitant to come forward, but, you know, stated that, he was in fear of his life, and that's the reality of where we are in America in 2015. And uh, if we don't, if we don't begin to read and educate ourselves about the system and how the system operates, the criminal justice system and the court system in this country, and how the political process works. And, you know, we're looking to the Supreme Court for utopia or justice. You're not going to get it. In the lower courts, you're not going to get it because it's designed to support the system. The president is there to support and uphold the system. The military is there to support the system. And when you link it up with capitalism and money and power and greed then, you know, you have imperialism, an imperialist government. And that's why we have our footprints out all over the world, right? And, and, and what's a couple of hundred black lives? What do they matter? Absolutely. And uh, especially when they have demonized us and there's been, and, you know, you have these showcase people like Peterson, and others that uh, there there always have been individuals like that, um, and there always will be individuals who are given uh, platforms in order to espouse and support what the system wants to support and have said, and 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 so it's designed that way. And that's what we need to do. We need to understand. We need to understand, ask questions, 
Neely Fuller says, always ask questions. Why? Why are these shows being uh, uh, put on TV that entertains, quote, unquote, entertain us, that degrade choice and humiliating uh, uh, acting roles and, uh, you know, uh, degrading our uh, image and, uh, you know, our lack and showing us that we have a, no morals, uh, you know, can't be trusted, sophisticated, high-level crooks, drug dealers, you know. Uh, and when you get right down to it, the entire premise is false because it begins with the fact that they claim that we are lazy and we are the ones who this nation, the backs on which this nation was built. Absolutely, I mean, and that and that needs to be stated. That needs that you know, as far as our people, we need to understand that. But when you put that and hook that up with religion, man, uh, you know, you know, I got kicked out of your chat room. I'm, I I can't get into uh, blog talk, so for some reason, I I just can't get in. I, I can't even use change my password or anything. But uh, maybe they got me targeted. But now I'm, I got kicked off. I have to refresh. Good thing I got my uh, other means of uh, communications with me. But Alpha, you know, it's going to continue. It's not going to. It's not going to change. The only thing that's, that that we can do to impact it is to understand it. Once you understand the nature of a thing and understand the thing, you can begin to deal with it. And if it's uh, injurious to you, you can. Uh, figure out ways to um, to defend against it, and uh, even within the system, uh, you know, to, to do it the best way that you can. Uh, so, and Dr. Claude Anderson tried to lay out a plan of action, uh, you know, 20 years ago, because he said, "Yeah, we, our, yeah, we didn't take advantage of it." And now well, we're we're you know we're 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 in a in a position to where we're almost checkmated, Alpha. You say I would I I'd have to say we are checkmated. It's like it's like every every move that we will make will be the end. And that seems to be you know, that's what the that's what the game of chess is all about. And mm-hmm. I would just it gets to a point where week after week after week you see the same thing going on. You see the same excuses and lies being used to take and end the lives of black people. And you can run up as many of the turncoat Uncle Toms as you want, as such as Peterson, the Michael Steeles of the world, the Chris, uh, what's the name? Uh, what's the cockeyed guy's name? Christie. Yeah. I mean, but, it, but it gets case. to a point. It gets to a point where you got to say, "Wait a minute," and and they do it blatantly to bring in someone like um, Peterson. Mm-hmm. I mean. He's he's nothing more than you know the the, the quintessential house negro. Sure, but that's where you. Had, I mean, that's Fox News. What, what what more would we expect from Fox News and Hannity? 
I mean, they're acting out their role as prescribed. And they, they're they using the showcase individual, such as Peter's, not call them Sambo's, rather than Uncle Tom's, because Sambo is the one that's, 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 the, that's the turncoat. And uh, uh, so you have a lot of Sambo's that's, that's available. And, you know, they have a lot of, a lot of them individuals have Stockholm Syndrome. You know, they they, 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 they have turned to loving the hand of the enemy and doing anything that the master, master dictates for them to do, you know. And, you know, I mean, our people have been really have been traumatized. When you look at how we have uh, been treated and what's been done to us and all the people in this country have been treated the way that blacks have been treated, former slaves. And yet we have diluted the pool of our power by being so inclusive of inviting everybody under and allowing ourselves to be classified as a minority to where everybody under cat, dog, uh, you know, uh, is classified in some way as a minority to where the power uh, has been so diluted. You, 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 you start off with chocolate milk, and you start putting white milk in it. Uh, the more white milk you get, you put in it and dilute it, the less effective the chocolate is. And you know, to to if you keep doing it, you may not have any chocolate. So that's what's happened to uh, you know our power base that we used to have in this country. And every time we had a power base, it was destroyed. You look at Rosewood, you look at Tulsa up here in Oklahoma. Uh, you know, uh, you look at the housing situation that occurred uh, to where a lot of our homes were under, underwater. Uh, you know, so it's a scheme of, of of racism and white supremacy. And if you do not understand it, you're going to be confused. And that's, that's I mean, that's the bottom line. That's well, not just not not just confused, but also in denial. And you're absolutely right, Don. You're absolutely right. Now, I want to thank you for 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 jumping in here and responding to this question because at some point, if we can't be protected against the terror that our police officers. Then why why are we here? Yes, and I'll what leave here with this. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm I'm just saying, what is it going to take, and why aren't questions that should be these are the questions that should be asked? Mm-hmm. Why can't the Justice Department protect law-abiding, honorable? Taxpayers. Because the Justice because Department. Alpo, the Justice Department is merely an, an arm, an extension of the system, and is not designed to protect the individuals, as you as as you have seen, as this president has stated, as the Attorney General has stated. We can't go there, and so it's not designed. To protect us That's why we have to understand it That's what Neela Fuller is saying Understand it But we're so busy uh, Being distracted by these other uh, 
uh, you know, uh, entertaining things that, you know, we can't concentrate uh, on a subject uh, long because, you know, we have too many distractions. And, uh, you know, especially those who are um, working hard or don't have this family support or the family structure, you know, the individuals that come up under the, uh, the like uh, Arande was saying, in, in uh, you know, New York and in those areas, uh, Chicago where you live, Alpha, in the, uh, you know, uh, black communities that uh, are, uh, economically deprived, uh, the family structures are broken, uh, you know, the opportunities for upward mobilities are, you know, it's not there. The jobs that you and I have had in the past are not available for them to enter, uh, step up and try to get some uh, uh, measure of uh, economic uh, stability in the system. They're not there. The ladder has been snatched from under them. And uh, it's all planned, uh, you know, for for the for now to produce, uh, you know, the pipeline from grade school to the prison and the industrial complex. That's where that's that's where that's where it's going. And until we uh, and you can't and people that you know that's really on these television shows, they're not going to tell you the naked truth like I'm talking here tonight. They wouldn't last uh, one week or one day, or they'd be fired if they opened their mouth and told the people the truth. They know it. They know what's going on, but they're making money. They're getting getting paid. Civil rights is a paying business. They're not going to go out. They're organizations, four organizations created on it. Well, unfortunately, that's where we are. Unfortunately, there is uh, indecision out there as to what it's going to take and how can we as a people defend ourselves against the terrorists that is also known as law enforcement. And that is the question that should be, that should be out there. And if the and if it came down to that, then that would be an entirely different uh, narrative. If black people began to say, "Well, we're going to protect ourselves," and when you well, pull us over for a tail light and a mm-hmm. gun battle breaks out because we're afraid of the police. When you when you get called on a on a call and a gunfight breaks out, we're afraid of the police. You know, I mean, we're even if it came down to that, we're outgunned. We're still outgunned. <laughs> you know, we're you know, still outgunned. So, and when you so, get down so, to that premise, what do you what do you do? You kill ten of us, we kill five of you, or three of you. Eventually. Your numbers are going to shrink because of And most of us can't carry guns anyway because we've been been in, involved in the criminal justice system. I mean, that's yeah, part of the, the that's part of the part of the scheme is to get you to where you cannot be legally armed. And, but see, once uh, you reach that point, 
Once you reach that point, it don't matter whether or not you can lawfully carry a weapon. It doesn't matter. And exactly, and that's why. What, look at look what you know. The reason why the individual uh, Scott allegedly started running, even with a passenger in the car. You know, he had some conversation with the passenger and said, "Hey, man, I think I'm going to have to make a break for it because." You know, I know I got some warrants out there. I got this, you know, in my history, in my past. You know, I don't, I don't want to go back to jail. I'm gonna make a sprint, not knowing that that would be his last sprint in his entire life. Okay. Well it'd done. Just, it'd have been better just to sit in the car and get busted and deal and deal with. It. At least he's still alive. But you know, he didn't understand the system of racism and white supremacy. And so he took flight, and as a result of that, he 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 ended up being killed. And had not that video been uh, uh, produced, everything would have been glossed over, covered up, and forgotten. Just another statistic as to some black person that was gunned down by an officer who was in fear. I, I mean, I never was, you know, I, I, when I was, you know, I mean, I fought. I mean, I had a nightstick. And matter of fact, I got in a fight one night and I with a black guy, I, an Air Force guy. I broke my hand. The guy was high on drugs and everything, you know. But I wasn't going to kill this guy, you know. And when I got to the station, the captain told me, he says, the, the chief, he says, come here. Come in the office. He says, that broken hand, I don't ever want to see that again. He says, that's what that nightstick is for that you have on your side. You know, we didn't have uh, tasers in them days. You know, we had you had to physically fight. But you're trained. I was trained to fight. I wasn't scared, you know. And when I went to court, I understood this. the, the, the guy was high. He was in the Air Force. I dropped charges against him. The only thing I told the judge is it was to uh, have him pay for the, the, the uniform that that my shirt got ripped off my back during the fight and my hat. And that was it because I didn't want to mess this guy's career up. I didn't want to uh, 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 have that on my conscience knowing, uh, you know, what the situation was. But that was me, you know, that was me. And you have officers out there like that. But And did you notice the black officer that was there at the scene? Not a peep, although Not he was complicit. Peak. He was complicit, you see. And that's he what, knew this, what, that's what this group of lawyers is calling for. That's what this he group of lawyers is calling was. for. Because yes. he basically went along with the police report. He had to, put, he had to write a report himself, himself, and it was yeah. falsified. Yeah, and then, and then, and then so, so, so the officer didn't write the report. Someone else wrote the report, right? Well, I don't know if somebody, someone else wrote the report for him. Yeah, somebody else wrote a report for him. But now he may write a report later, but it's going to be in comport with what, you know, well, he's messed up now. But, right, uh, exactly. you know, even then, the report was written written by initially by someone else, who, and he could simply say, well, I didn't write that. That's not what I, well, I understood it. But... The, the plan didn't go as 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 it, as it was supposed to have gone because of the hidden witness, uh, you know, and as you know, which was the video, 
which exposed yeah. the whole scheme for what it was. And that's Rodney King that, had a video. Yeah, that's part Rodney of Rodney King had a video. Eric Garner. Eric Garner had a video. Yeah, I mean, choked Eric Garner, choked him. I mean, 14 times, 11 or 14 times, Eric Garner stated, I cannot breathe. And 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 then you're going to be, you know, a, a jury of your peers. What peers? What peers are you well, going to? What peers are you going to? That's a deciding factor in this. Yeah. This cop is in South Carolina. If you think that is jury. <laughs> He's going to yeah. convict this white guy from shooting this black man down like a dog. You got another thing coming. Who has a criminal record? And who had a warrant at the time? Do you now? Now, how? What kind of chance do you think that this this individual is going to have before, uh, you know, the uh, credibility and sympathy? Well, as far as it's, as far as trying to get the, the jury to understand his situation, well, and the jury, the jury probably a South Carolina jury, and by, by the it time it doesn't they turn on the law. Yeah, by the time they finish void there of the jury, there probably won't be but one or two blacks on the jury, if that. And then you've got the jury to that. Well, you know, that's another process in the procedure that uh, is set up into uh, that that supports the system in doing what it wants to do. You get to, to, to knock out any juror that you know that you feel uh, so many each side has that may be uh, might render uh, you know some a semblance of justice. So you know we have to understand how this system operates as a people. And if we don't take time to educate ourselves and use our knowledge, you know, because you, you're going for your gun, listen, you have to. And I'm, I'm you know, because uh, now you had deacons for defense. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that was that was there at the time when Martin uh, King was killed. Uh, we need some more of those uh, type organizations, most definitely. Uh, you know, but we're so busy uh, getting tattooed. Uh, we're so busy, uh, you know, rooting for this team and that team. We're so oh, being busy Greek. Yeah, looking oh, at these Greek. reality. Yeah, these yeah Greek these reality TV shows that we have not had taken the opportunity to figure out how the system really and truly operates and where black people who are at the bottom economically in every other category haven't moved since day one since we were freed allegedly and then if you are convicted of a crime you're back under the system of slavery according to the 13th amendment so if we don't understand it if we don't understand it Alpha, all we're doing is 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 uh, you know going in a circle, not upward, round and round, round and well, round. Don, well, I want to thank you for your input this evening, and um, the question continues. The question will remain because I think there's going to be a serious backlash 
once this police officer uh, escapes jail time. Well, we'll it was see flat out perjury. I, yeah, I, really, we'll, I really believe that. I really feel that way. Well, we'll see. I want to and, we'll, and if there is, Alpho, be aware that's exactly what they want and expect because exactly. that'll put more money into their back pockets. But thank you, sir, and I appreciate it, Alpho, uh, and uh, all of TruthWorks, uh, you know, participants in, in India. Uh, you know, for allowing us to have still a platform where we can at least express our opinions as to, uh, you know, some of these things that we uh, we face. So thank you, Alpha. I'm going to put you on mute, Don, so you can continue to listen. Yeah, just mute me. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Don. Brother Doc Don, and uh, I want to basically go to this article. It's on the Daily Beast. Michael Slager is going to prison for killing Walter Scott. This article goes on to say, here's why. That it was good that he got arrested and charged with murder. But the police department doesn't hand down the charges. The prosecutor does, the district attorney. And he's been silent. He's been mauled. It's not just the blatant disregard for black lives. It's also the problem he faces with the wanted perjury, the willful perjury, and the misfiling of official police documents. Well, Saturday's fatal shooting of Walter Scott, North Charleston police officer Michael Slater, is the latest in a series of fatal shootings of unarmed African-American men by white police officers. You cannot get around it. You cannot get around it. The U.S. Supreme Court, there are two U.S. Supreme Court cases articulate the basis upon which triers of fact must evaluate a propriety of the police using deadly force. And it's it's just not going to happen because just as intricate as the case law is, Tennessee versus Gardner in 1985 and Graham versus Connor in 1989, this will be the blueprint for this man walking. He may not have a job, but he won't go to jail for the murder, for the out and out, everybody saw it, murder of Walter Scott. And with hesitation, I simply say the prayers and the cries of Lord, help us, or Lord, save us, or it's just not sufficient enough. It's just, it's, it just falls short of reality. It basically makes a mockery out of the very religion that the people so decry. First of all, it's so-called Christians doing the murdering. It's the so-called Christians 
that are the white supremacists that are in charge of a systemic system keeps its boots on the neck of a people. The Justice Department won't protect us. So who's going to protect law-abiding citizens from the terrorists that are the police department? Innocent black people from the terrorists that are the police departments. In every case, they're shooting and killing black men and Walmart in an open carry society. They're shooting and killing 12-year-old children in less than two seconds. It won't take much for this powder keg to blow up. Then you have to ask yourself, Will we be seeing the implementation of IEDs? Will this break out into a Sunni Shia scenario where one side is oppressed to a point of terrorist guerrilla warfare? You always want to say no. Let's pull up, pump your brakes, but there has to be a better effort by the Justice Department to bring these situations to a just conclusion. We cannot sit idly by and watch the first quarter the first four months of this year have not been completed and already there are 290 people who have been killed by police. And just the mere fact that it is very difficult to find out exactly how many black people are being shot down and murdered by the police, armed or unarmed, in comparison to their percentage of the population, in comparison to white counterparts. Something's been right. And one way or another, there's going to be a change. Back in the 60s, some said Martin was right. Some said Malcolm was right. I'm leaning toward Malcolm. An olive branch will only take you so far with people who mean you no good. The inability of our masses to understand that a system can't protect you if it wasn't designed to protect you or for you. A road scholar to figure this out. The cases that the defense will bring about 
And notice one thing that's going to happen. This entire case could be argued, could go down behind closed doors. And this is the best way to keep the masses from becoming angrier. And I'm sure they already have that plan in place. And let the media not carry it. Let the media do as little coverage as possible. We are about to witness the next Rodney King. We're witnessing the Eric Garner Tamari, the young man, the 12-year-old, Tamir Rice, 29-year-old African-American who police allowed the dog to chew his face off. And then when he was suffering respiratory problems, they want to cuff him because that seemed to be standard operating proceeding. SOP, Standard Operating Procedure. Too many more opportunities there will be a linchpin. There will be a breaking point. And I just believe that at the end of all of this, this may be the very match in dry kindling. And it's going to set it off. That's the only thing that I can see that's about to happen. Give them a reason to escalate the killings of even more of us. But when you see that nothing happens, where does that leave us? And who will be able to pick up the baton and carry it? Once this starts, stopping it is not going to be an option. In the statement, demonizing black men who meet a fateful end at the hands of a police officer in the United States has a demonstrable history of successful results for the police. Period. Period. This is not a situation that you can look at and say, well, maybe just maybe something is going to come of this. This article in the Daily Beast 
basically spells it out. And to see the the protections, the cover that they give these police officers who are nothing more than Klansmen, murderers. Lack of child support, paying child support is not a death sentence. Running away from a police officer is not a death sentence. It takes a justice department to stand up for law-abiding black folks. Or is it that they are black folks, that there is no justice? We have to make a choice. There's coming a time when you must stand by and say to yourself, is it worth it? I'm sick of it. And as most who saw the tragic video of Mr. Scott's final moments, as the article goes on, but of this I have little doubt, Michael Slager is not going to prison for killing Walter Scott. I hope I'm wrong. He may go to prison for perjury perjury and falsifying police documents, but definitely not for shooting the black man. He shot at him eight times. He hit him five or four. Sick. That's the only, that's my only description. Sick. I am sick of this. I am sick of this to a fault. And if we are lucky enough to escape the extermination by police, then what else do we have to look forward to? It's going to take a Herculean effort for caring black people, for people in our community to simply say, enough's enough. Enough is enough. We're tired of mothers crying. We're tired of that should be all that it takes. But it's not. Let's not fool ourselves. This will continue. Next week and week after that, there are already two new cases. There are already constant videos of police just trampling the rights of black people 
entering their homes because they're searching for a suspect. Well, you knock on the door, they open the door. We want to, well, come in and search your house. I don't need a warrant. And when you catch that on tape and they're wrong, it should cost the police officer, let alone the municipality. But it doesn't. Nothing comes of it. In effect, what it does it simply destroys the rights of African Americans. You know, you hear you hear the Tea Partiers, you hear the white folks talking about don't tread on me, walking on our you know on our freedoms. You hear the Republican Party and those who have declared for president talk about liberty and freedom. big government. And you have to ask yourself, really? We have to find a better way. We have to find the way to educate our youth. We have to find to break this cycle the cycle of ignorance and distraction, the cycle of bad religion. You can be as religious as you want to be, but don't be a fool. Don't be a fool. Talk about burning bushes that talk, snakes that talk. You talk about parting seeds. You can talk about nine-year-old man building an ark with his 100-year-old son. After a while, it becomes laughable. After a while, it becomes nauseating. But this is what we have to offer. This is what we as a people have failed our youth. just as we saw the elders fail the youth in the 60s, but the youth rose up. The youth of of a Martin and Malcolm carried that part of the day. And even their quest for some kind of equality we must understand that the building was already, the blueprint was already laid in the counter to equality was already in motion. Let's make them think they're equal. Let's make them think that they're accepted. Let's make them think that this country is for them too. Let's make them believe in the Constitution. 
it started out with them being three-fifths of a person. Let's make them believe that fairness, equality, is something that they can look forward to. Let's not make too many waves. Let's not somehow pass it on. that it's all right to simply be victims. That miseducation, undereducation, is something that our children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren have to look forward to. You have to become involved in the most important blood sport, and that's politics. And our people are coming from a medieval time war where we're still fighting with slingshots and sticks. And they have Armored personnel carriers, and they're using them. Someone stop and tell yourself it's going to get better. Okay, lie to yourself. It's going to get better. But it never does. Someone try to take me to a time where we went wrong as a people. It's not like we went there out of choice, but we were led down the path. And that's where we find ourselves today. As always, the people that we need to talk to, we don't, we talk about the people we need to listen to. We don't. And that's to our detriment. I can honestly say that this creates this doubt in my mind whether or not Black people in this country still have a chance. And that's what I want everybody to really think about. That is something that everybody should think about. How is it that this happens without someone documenting each and every one of these He reached for my gun. I feared for my life. A heavy lift. I want to thank Rondé. I want to thank old Henry. I want to thank Doc Don. I want to thank James Franklin for their contributions to the program. I even want to thank my new buddy because when I was talking, it allowed me to dream and believe that I was saying something that everyone was hearing 
only to find out there was silence. <laughs> uh, so, as I've always said and as I'll continue to say, we cannot depend on someone else to save us. We cannot stand idly by and hope that someone will defend us. When injustice becomes law, resistance becomes duty. Ratings are more important than the truth. Our government builds twice as many prisons and schools. It's easier to find a Big Mac than an apple. And when you find the apple, it's been genetically processed and modified. Presidents lie. Politicians trick us. Race is still an issue. And so is religion. Your God doesn't exist. My God does, and he is all-loving. If you disagree with me, I'll kill you. Or even worse, argue you to death. 92% of songs on the radio are about sex. Kids don't play tag, they play twerk videos. The average person watches five hours of television a day, and it's more violence on the screen than ever before. Technology has given us everything we could ever want, and at the same time, stolen everything we really need. Pride is at an all-time high, humility an all-time low. Everybody knows everything, everybody's going somewhere, ignoring someone, blaming somebody. Not many human beings left anymore, a lot of human doings, plenty of human lingerings in the past. Until next week, people, I guess it will get a little more interesting. The nation is in a quandary. It's a mess. You've been listening to The Alpha Show. Join us next Friday night, 10 p.m. Alpha will lay it out. It's just damn politics. Thank you for joining us at TruthWorks Network, The Alpha Show. TruthWorks presents The Alpha Show. Each Friday, 10 p.m. It's Fire in the Belly Friday at TruthWorks Network. Bring your own rocks. The best. A political pushback. Just damn. Change so very much what it used to be. There's so much hatred, war and poverty. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Okay, take care. Goodbye. That's all now. Okay.